Parts of this story involve graphic depictions of sexual violence and abuse. If you need help, Rain, that's R-A-I-N-N, has a lot of resources, including a 24-hour helpline. That's 800-656-HOPE. 800-656-HOPE. This podcast is not associated or endorsed by Rain, but they are a wonderful resource dedicated to making the world a better place. Darker Days of Dorothy Gale Aftermath for Episode 15 Chapter 11 The Conception Ugh. Do I really have to talk about this? Can't I just tell you about my favorite episodes of Wings or News Radio? No. I suppose not. It's Crate Expectations and Daydream, by the way. My favorite episodes of Wings and News Radio, respectively. Okay, enough of this nonsense stalling. I suppose we're all here for the same reason. And that reason is to discuss this vile and grotesque chapter of Darker Days of Dorothy Gale. This is Chapter 11, The Conception. This chapter unfolds in a different way than any other up to this point. It's almost more of a history lesson, establishing a timeline, laying the groundwork for some serious world-building later on. It's told in a series of generally brief vignettes that highlight important moments, and we are introduced to yet more characters. We also get some background on Lothor, of course, a character that's already been established. Also worth noting, if it feels like I'm glossing over some important points here in this chapter, that's because I am. I mention the arrival of Joseph, a.k.a. the wizard, the rule of Ozma and her sisters, the disappearance of Ozma and her sisters, along with the murder of Lady Quinneth. I promise I will return to all of those plot lines later on, and questions will indeed be answered. This week, though, I focus on the introduction of King Lorenz and Lady Quinneth, two characters that are horrible for a variety of reasons. The story of these two is simple. Lady Quinneth wants power. King Lorenz has power. Lorenz is a character that makes my skin crawl. A character that defies the laws of physics. But hey, this is my dark fantasy world. So whatever I say goes. My description of him is basically an oily ball of flesh that rolls and folds over itself. To the point that it drags on the floor as he walks. 
I don't get too into detail on how he rules the land. I just mention he's vile in both stature and policy. Lady Quinneth is power-hungry, and while most wouldn't debase themselves for Lorenz for any amount of wealth or power, she will. She sees this marriage as temporary, a way to progress and rise up within the confines of her corporeal life. Lorenz is hardly the picture of good health, so she assumes his reign can't last much longer. The main focus of this chapter is, of course, the chapter's title, The Conception. I've mentioned this before, but I feel it bears repeating. This book took me to some pretty dark places, places that crossed my personal comfort level, and had a truly negative impact on me emotionally. We've already witnessed a lot of disturbing things in this story. Reginald's assault on Melinda, along with the torment Tipitarius has gone through, and put others through himself. I'm not saying any situation in this story is worse than any other, because each traumatic experience is unique in its own right. This chapter, however, this description of marital rape, for lack of a better term, is, up to this point, the worst this book has to offer. It took a lot of time to reconcile this text with myself, and it took a lot of effort to reconcile this audio with myself. When I write something like this, I ask myself three things. Is this important to the story? Is this worse than anything I've read or seen in other literary works or other forms of art? Is this too much? I constantly go back and forth on my answers to all but one of those questions. I will always say, yes, this is important. The grossness of this heinous act of sexual intercourse is important. I feel it's important to know how Ozma and her sisters came to be. Important to know the violence that brought these characters into this world. It's also important to see the effect all of this has on Lady Quinneth. Yes, she entered into this marriage voluntarily. For all the wrong reasons, in fact. But this was more than even she had bargained for. This ordeal is a soul-sucking experience. Giving yourself up in such a way can be more traumatic than you might think. I wanted this to be a look at what marriage should be, what love should be, and how life should be. I wanted to show that by showing what marriage shouldn't be, what love isn't, and what life doesn't have to be. As for the rest of the chapter, we get a glimpse of the early days of Joseph, a hint at how he came into power, 
and we even see the pre-emerald city of Antonora. The name Antonora is a direct reference to Dante's Inferno. Remember, there's a lot of Inferno stuff coming up. In Dante's Inferno, the ninth circle of hell is split into four parts. Cana, Antonora, Ptolemaea, and Judeca. In the Inferno, Antonora is home to those who betray their political party or their homeland. I bet when you woke up this morning, you weren't expecting Dante's Inferno trivia. Especially probably not from me, the amateur writer with a obscure podcast. But here we are. If I missed something or failed to address something you feel I should have, by all means, let me know. I'm always open to questions, comments, or constructive criticism. Just, you know, be nice, would you? I mean, you don't have to like this show. I don't know why you're listening if you don't. But like it or not, you can be nice. I know you can. I believe in you. You can always contact me on Twitter, at least at the time of this recording. We'll see how that platform is in a few weeks or months from now. It's at DarkDorothyG. You can also email me at darkdaysofdorothygale at outlook.com. You can find me on Instagram or TikTok or yet another Twitter account, where the handle is at the ordinary sun. That's S-U-N. TikTok doesn't have much Dark Days content. It's mostly video games and memes there. Instagram is a mishmash of stuff, and my non-Dark Days Twitter account is a mix of Dark Days content, complaints about Elon Musk, and short-form news radio fanfiction. And, of course, there is always the official Dark Days of Dorothy Gale website. That's ddofdg.com. As of this recording, it has some cool Dark Days of Dorothy Gale merchandise and a small amount of darker Days of Dorothy Gale merchandise, along with a collection of artwork such as photography and sketches. Dark Days of Dorothy Gale is available on Amazon in ebook form, while Darker Days of Dorothy Gale is not. I want the story of Dorothy Gale to be largely free. And, as I have said many times before, the podcast really is the best way to experience the story anyways. If you would like to support the show, buying a t-shirt or a sticker or something really is the coolest way to go about it. I've got a lot of creative ventures going at all times. Photography, writing, podcasting, and believe it or not, I don't do any of this to make money. If, for some strange reason, you do want to support me as an artist financially, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash ordinary sun. Again, that's S-U-N. If you do, I'll... 
give you a shout out on this unsuccessful and obscure podcast. And I will send you a handwritten thank you note, complete with a fun little sketch. If you don't want to donate to this cause, that's fine too. I'm happy to do this either way. Come back next week for Chapter 12, The Reunion Special 2. Thanks for listening. I love you all.